Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Oh, another is, one, uh, yeah, another one. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host Nick Mason. Another one, another one. Who says that? What that famous guy, rapper that, is like that guy? Another that sucks. one. Yeah. <laughs> Narrow it down. I won't. Okay, then figure great. it out. Okay. Was oh, it DJ Khaled? Yes. Okay, he's not a rapper. Really. He doesn't do that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No instinct. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not even at Christmas time. I don't know. Wow. I don't know his personal habits. Mm-hmm. Anyway, big week, Mason. Big week. Because we're talking about the movie Wonka. Oh, yeah. I wish it was the only thing we were talking about, though. Do you think so? oh, Do you we've think got so? so much news. Okay. Wait, so you'd rather not cover the news? You'd rather just talk about Wonka for an hour plus? Exclusively Wonka. Do you think you could talk about the movie Wonka for an hour plus? For money, definitely. Wow, okay, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, he's sliding me some money. Ooh, <laughs> $5.50, very good. That's right. Thank you. That's right. But no, we've got some news to get to. We've got the passing of Andre Brower. Mm, very sad. Very sad. We've got... Uh, <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, but it genuinely is No, it genuinely is, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the first reviews for Rebel Moon Part 1. Ooh! Excited for that. Rebel Moons. Mm-hmm. We've got the future of Aquaman in the DCU. Not the future of Aquaman. That's right. We've got James Gunn talking about cameos, superhero cameos in movies, and why he does not like them. Oh, Yes. Uh, what, what's this thing? Oh, Zach, Zachary Levi was like, had some comments to say about James Gunn's brother in... Which may have been taken out of context, I, I think. We'll talk about it. Oh, I, I no, let's it. not talk about it. You're right, let's just talk about Wonka, mm. which is what I wanted to do. Okay, great. We've got trailers for Dune Part 2. We've got Beverly Hills Cop 4. The movie If mm-hmm. and Alex <laughs> Garland's Civil War. Uh, Hideo Kojima is doing a movie adaptation of something. And guess what, Mason? <laughs> what? The Rock's going art house. He is, that's true. Big time, which is something that we suggested. I mean, maybe he is. He's going art house, he's, Mason. I mean... Yeah, he's going to be more art house He's than going you. A24, but where's A24 going is the Art question. house. <laughs> Even more art I house? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Also, Collings has been kind enough, Collings who edits this, Mason. Love Collings. To put together our, uh, you know, the, the, the survey of all the best and worst of stuff that's of the year. That's right. It's linked in the description. So basically what we do, we do the Weekly Planet Awards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it happens that the last episode of the year will actually be the first episode of next year and then we're going to take a break. Don't even worry about it. It's going to become our Monday, January 1st. That's right. Um, and so it's basically collating what everybody thinks is the best, worst, weirdest, who's got the best hair. That's right. Uh, also, uh, our classic The Game Is On Award. 
award. That's right. Best movie which tries to make a sequel happen. Find and replace award. Yeah. For the for the um for the movie that seems most like it was just a generic movie and they slapped a recognizable IP on it. Exactly. Will I think of one this year? Who knows? Ghosted. But anyway, or but anyway, get in there and vote or whatever it is you do. That's right. Get in there. There are no prizes. No prizes. Yeah. Don't not ask- even a Marvel no prize. Not even an empty envelope. No. Nah. I mean, there's cash to be won. Yeah. But other than that, there aren't any prizes. But in order to win the cash, you have to go to a casino and gamble with your own money. So that's unrelated to us. That is actually officially linked, though. No, I managed to sort that out this week. Oh, that's great. Okay, terrific. Okay, let's start with this. So Andre Brower has passed away at age 61. Too young. You might know him as more recently is as Raymond Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's right. Now, I wouldn't say that I love that show, but I think he is... Terrific! I think that. he's got he's some of the so good, some of the best line deliveries. Yeah, you you can imagine, you know. That's right, and I can imagine great line deliveries, and he often did that, and then beyond. It's <laughs> true. Uh, yes. He also he's in the movie Glory, Homicide, Life on the Street. So we did like a serious police procedural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Primal Fear. I didn't see a lot of people mention this, but he's in the movie Frequency. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Frequency. Of course, I've seen the movie Frequency. Yeah, I love the movie Frequency. It's Dennis Quaid, and he's in a bloody. He's got a radio. He's talking that... to his son in the future, yes. or whatever. That's right, Jim yes. Caviezel. <laughs> he was all right then, probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um. So yeah, it was revealed that he passed away due to lung cancer. It, uh, it was just, it said it was a short illness, and yeah, sixty-one. Like that's dreadful. Mm. I mean, you know. It's it's older than some, but younger than a lot of people. That's very true. So, yeah, I mean, great legacy, you know, like just amazing work. And, again, some of the best line delivery you'll see, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. What? Isn't it? He's one of the generals. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Well, that's probably the best Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yes. So credit to him, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, R.O.P. That, it sucks. Again, it's never somebody you want it to be. It never happens, you know? That's right. So rarely. Oh, no. Remember I was like, we got a good one recently. I said that a while back. Did you? It was Cardinal George Powell. Oh, yeah, of course. That was yeah. a great there one. That go. was a beautiful Oh, he's day. also great in. Have you, did you ever see Men of a Certain Age? Oh, the, I, I didn't was, see it. It, it was, was him the, and Ray Romano. Yeah, it was, right, it was the thing that Ray Romano did post Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. It was like a single camera, like comedy drama situation. Mm. It was really good. I really like Men of a Certain Age. No, I never saw it. How mm-hmm. many seasons? A couple of seasons? Don't know. No, All no, right. no way of knowing. Good on him. I saw somebody asked Ray Romano about like a reboot of that, of his original show. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, never. No, I won't. <laughs> Don't make me. Yeah, so there you go. Not even as like an executive producer. No, he said. The Further Adventures of Everyone Loves Raymond? No. Wow. No. Only some people love Raymond now? There is a reboot. It's called Everybody Hates Chris. They flipped it. I sure did, yeah. It's very clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rebel Moon Part 1 is Zack Snyder's next hotly anticipated movie. It is going straight to streaming. It's getting a very, 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 very limited cinematic release. I see. Uh, not here. I was looking for some oh, right. session times. It's going to be out on the 22nd of December. We will be talking about it next week. Mm. Well, I've just I've just searched for Rotten Tomatoes in Google because that's how I do this. And it's looking good, isn't it? It's looking good, but the, one the website the, is looking good. Yeah, one of the first clickable links is Rebel Moon Part 1, so it's hot stuff over at Rotten Tomatoes. I can I can tell you right now that the the, the tomatometer, yeah. tomatometer, yeah. how are we saying that? Tomatometer. Tomatometer. Using the tomatometer, uh, there's 42 professional reviews, or at least critic reviews, yep. uh, and with a with a uh, rotten rating of 24. percent Yeah, and the audience score with 250 plus ratings is 72. percent Isn't that incredible? So who's who's seen this? 
It's no, going on. No, but no audience has seen it. It's, it's mostly like exclusively critics at this point. Then where's this audience score coming from? It's almost as if none of this means anything. I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, critics Consensus says uh, Rebel Moon Part 1 and Child of Fire. I'm not saying that every time. I'll tell you that much. You're going to have to. You're, proves, a, you're a professional and you're okay, going to have fine. to. Rebel Moon colon Part 1 hyphen A Child of Fire. Thank you. Proves Zack Snyder hasn't lost his visual flair, but eye candy isn't enough to offset a storyline made up of various sci-fi fantasy tropes. Yeah. There you go. Because I mean, this is from Everything Interesting, who says A Child of Fire, Fire shamelessly draws influences from a number of other sources without bothering to come up with a single original idea. Fresh Fiction says... What should have been an inspired homage to sci-fi classics comes across as cribbed from cliff notes, scribbled down by a sleep-deprived student who only paid half attention in film class. Brutal. It's a vapid byproduct of outsized ambitions, and IndieWire says, a movie that feels like a million isolated storyboards without a single thing welding them together. Now, a common criticism of Zack Snyder is that he might he's not, like, the best writer. Like, visually, sure. yeah, he can bring that together. And this is a this is a product that he, and I say product because that's what everything is now, isn't it, Mason? Ooh. It's like it's his own story idea. and well, he's he was, the third build writer after oh. Shay Hatton and Kurt Johnston. Oh, there you go. Okay. You so, sound like made-up people, quite they, frankly. Yeah. So. <laughs> they may as well be called John Hatrack and <laughs> Kurt Hatstand. Kurt, Kurt's two kids in a trench coat. That's right. Yeah, I, I like, and, you know, we've talked about his movies before. Well, this week we're talking about the Snyder Cut for oh, Justice League right. and Caravan and Garbage, which is a movie, believe it or not, that I quite like. But that, um... Yeah, he has been accused before of like, yeah, he has the visual flair, but, you know, not anything else. But I don't think that's strictly true because, you know, I think he's got a lot of, you know, good movies and even like solid moments in OK movies. Sure, OK. And yeah. I, I was really, and I hope it still is because I haven't seen it. I hope this is really good because I would love like a competitor to Star Wars. Yes, like a absolutely. weird sci-fi universe. I mean, even if the first one, I mean, this is part one. Mm. Uh, even if the first one isn't great, I'm hoping to stick with it and be like, you know, let's see what we can turn this into. Um, well, there's going to be video games and comic books and prequel animated series and right, all sorts of that. things, yeah. Um, what I was going to say is that that second-to-last review really put the boot in, and I'm wondering if, yeah. the, the, I mean, the thing, the, the, what, what we're... What oh, we're, there's time codes below. Collins put them in there if you want to skip You want to skip this talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not this, but you wouldn't yeah, skip this. I mean, the, com- the competing impulses here are... The you know the Snyder fans yeah. who are going to say it's great no matter what, yes, and Pete reviewers who are like this is a this is a creator we can put the boot into, yeah, and we know yeah. it gets clicks, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's because he, he seems very nice. He also. does seem very nice. <laughs> the, the the bit there where it's like oh it feels like all the uh, stupid idiot film student who yeah. doesn't know anything, and maybe he fell over and hit his head, and then he came up with some stupid ideas in one minute. Imagine if somebody nailed. Imagine if somebody hit Forrest Gump in the head with a hammer and then he directed a movie. Right. Collins edited out that bit where I stumbled over that great joke, please. Love that. Yeah. Yep. Then it'll seem like the perfect joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it does seem cruel, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm, mm. I'm, ho- I'm hoping to enjoy this, but at the same time, there's been two trailers and I've had to watch them both multiple times to glean anything out of them. Yeah. Like I watch the trailers and my mind wanders mm. while I'm watching them. I'm like, I've, I even went like, I'll put everything aside yep. and I'll just. For the day. For the day. And I'll really I'm focus on these work. trailers and I'm like, nah, it's not going in. Yeah. It's not going in. It's just. I mean, if it is like derivative of like Star Wars and Alien and whatever else and Blade Runner, et cetera. And it is. Yeah. Then that, you know, that is a shame, but you know, maybe at least some cool visuals, you know? I hope so. Yeah. But none of them spring to mind. Yeah, I think this might go the way of Army of the Dead, which was supposed to balloon out into multiple whatevers, mm, and they sure, just sure, kind of sure. they did that one prequel, which was a heist, 
That's right. And then they killed it. Mm. Swedish safe cracker man. Yeah, there might have been other stuff. The movie. Yeah, there might have been other comics and whatever. I don't really know, but that's not a franchise you hear much about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Next up, Mason, we've got Aquaman 2 news. Okay. It's out this week in some places in the world. Not Australia. It's not out till Boxing Day, which is the day after uh-huh. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can't be talking about it yet, unfortunately. Right. And believe me, we want to be talking about it. We want to be talking about it. Jason Momoa. It's the first movie in the DCU or the last movie in the DCEU or neither. It's in <laughs> No Man's Land or No Man's Water. Very good. It's in No Man's Waters. It's not in there. No. Don't even bother looking. Jason Momoa spoke to Entertainment Tonight and they asked him about, like, what's next for the character. Uh-huh. And first of all, he's Lobo. Not official yet, sure, but, right. but he is Lobo. He looks like Lobo. Yeah. He's evolved into Lobo. And he did tell everybody he's Lobo. Yeah, he did say of. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, I don't necessarily want it to end, but I don't think it's really like a choice. The truth of it is, I mean, if the audience loves it, then there is a possibility, but right now I'm like, <laughs> it's not looking good. So if the audience love it, there's a possibility, but right now it's not looking good. So you think the audience isn't going to love it? No, I think he's referring to like the way it's tracking because it's tracking yeah, right. pretty low. Yeah, um, right, right. yeah, which isn't like incredibly well, it's not surprising. Ideal. And not ideal. The last yeah. one made a billion dollars and I think they went, wow, then we can just make another one and then $2 billion? Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. no, you can't do that. That mm. doesn't apply. Should we spend the any, Marvels. Should we spend any money on marketing? No, we'll just get um, Jason Momoa and uh, Patrick Wilson to do like a, like a TikTok dance. Did you see that clip? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Am I uh, – wait. Do I have to give you any money for this? No. Okay, so I can keep this $5.50 that you gave me to talk oh, about the movie Damn it. Wonka. I'm going to need that later. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Bottle of Coke now, 600 mil. That's got to cost me five bucks alone, mate, depending where you go. Wow. Go to a service station. James, you're going to want to watch this. I'm going to want to watch I've, it. I've never watched this with, with volume on, so let's see what happens. All right. Okay. What is this from? Looks like a premiere or a fan screening or something. They're All in. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, right? I guess. Patrick Wilson's going for it. That's all He's I'm going saying. for it. Look, I'll say this. That was not worth it. <laughs> in retrospect, you're right. <laughs> this paused longer than will be in the podcast for Mason to set that up, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was not worth it. Let's extend the pause. Let's make it longer. <laughs> I, you know, I said this about the Child of Fire, whatever the, that last one was called. Yeah, uh, we, I'd love it to be cool and good. And I like James Wan and whatever, but I, I, maybe. Child the, of Fire? The Rebel Moon Child of Fire. Oh. The first one's called The Lightbringer or Man of Action. I don't know. What are they called? I don't know. And that's the, also, that's the problem, also, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What are they called? Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Mm. Yeah, so there you go. You just call the first one Rebel Moon. What do you. And the second one, second Rebel Moon. That's right. It's been a second Rebel Moon. It's it's the Seven Samurai. That's what they're Because that was his original Star Wars pitch. Oh, right. For a. It's a new Star Wars. So the original Star Wars pitch. Yeah, he went to George Lucas and he said, excuse me, sir. Are you using that old one? Are you using the old pitch that you had where it was Seven Samurai? Are you using that one? Yeah. Oh, can I use it again? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. I don't own this anymore. I don't care. <laughs> uh, now get out of this food court. I'm having a nice day. In Adelaide. With my Chinese takeaway and my, my <laughs> Diet Coke. Get out of here. I'm George Lucas. So James Gunn took to threads this week. He's the only one doing that. Was well, that oh, was Oh, Ricardo Multiban. Yes, that's right. James Gunn has threads. Zack Snyder has Vero. That's how they operate, that's isn't exactly it? Right, yeah. Each director should have their own social media oh, platform. Oh, that'd be perfect. It would be. You could use the designer of the Jeremy Renner app. He could make a custom oh, yeah. UI for everybody. That'd mm. be great. So he said, uh, he was talking about cameos, like superhero cameos in films, mm-hmm. and he said, because the people have been asking, like, well, you certainly seem to be casting a lot of superhero characters in your superhero movie. Well, that's right, your solo movie, yeah. Superman solo movie. Which is not a problem because in a comic book, if you read a comic book, every character in a comic book is 
in a superhero comic book, oh, yes. is a superhero character. That's true. Uh, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's, it's superhero characters and boring guys. Yeah. And Lois Lane is there sometimes. That's right. So the whole point was it's not a large film. I mean, not in terms of cast. This is Superman legacy. It's normal for a single protagonist film to have other characters. Much more unusual for them to not. That's so true. Clearly he's never seen the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds. I was going to say, yeah, this isn't... This isn't that, that had two characters, Ryan Reynolds and a snake. A snake <laughs> got into that grave, remember? Right. Yeah, they should have called it Snake in a Grave. <laughs> Featuring Ryan Reynolds. Snake in a Grave introducing Ryan Reynolds. He says, I call that cameo port. It has been one of the worst elements of recent superhero films. And yet also on threads when, or Twitter or whatever it was when somebody was like, what's your favourite movie of the year? And he's like, The Flash. No, that's that kind of – I don't believe you. He it's hasn't true. seen it. I don't think he's seen it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> if a character is in film, they have, they have to have a reason to be there story-wise. Yeah, mm. so I don't disagree with any of that except for that thing about The Flash, which is obviously not true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Zachary Levi, he speak – he speak. He speak. He speak to comicbookmovie.com. Oh, an interview and now maybe he should zip it. No, I think it's fine. They were spe- well, this is at least they were speaking to him about uh, you know, your role in upcoming DC stuff. And oh, he's yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah. he said, I'd love to do a movie with Ryan Reynolds or whatever. Oh, Not Ryan yeah. Reynolds, um, Nathan Fillion because they're friends and whatever. Well, wouldn't we all? And he said, and they were talking about like Sean Gunn and how like multiple people take on multiple roles. And they got to the point where he realized that Sean Gunn is. Calendar Man and also Weasel, and now he's going to be Maxwell Lord. Right. I, I don't know. remember him being cal- Calendar Man, but he probably was. that was. in the Suicide Squad? I assume so. I don't okay. know. Um, oh, he might have been in the pr- one of the prison scenes Probably, or yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember, to be honest. I like that movie, but I don't remember that. Hey, that's got a lot of superhero cameos in it. Now hey, wait a, a second, wait a James Gunn. Yeah. Wait a minute. You hold your bloody horses. Yeah. So he said... When you're the brother of the guy who runs Hold your these... bloody super... What's the name of the super horse? What's his name? Superman's horse. Yeah. Super horse. No, it's not. He's the super Crypto horse. Crypto the super horse. No, that's Crypto the super dog. I'll think of it. Later. Superman has a super horse? Yes. No, a super girl has a super horse. Oh. But he was a man and he got turned into a super horse. That's good. And he's in love with Supergirl. That can't be. Well, it can't be because he's a horse. I'm going to veto that. Well, all right. Can <laughs> it talk? No. Because otherwise he'd be like... Hey. I used to be a man and I'm in love with you. What are you doing girl. later? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm a horse. That's right. I acknowledge that. Yeah. But I reckon I could get a custom tuxedo. We could go to the opera. That's right. You could you could you could get I could get order two pairs of jeans on Amazon.com, have them delivered. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you how does a horse wear pants, you know? That's you exactly said, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, uh, when you're the brother of the guy who runs DC, I guess okay, you you're adding that emph- you you're adding that emphasis yourself. Yeah, because that was the headline, right? Yeah. And then I went and watched the interview, and he just kind of says it like, "Yeah, if you're the brother of the DC, then whatever." Like mm. it wasn't. It, it, it's it sounded more like he was defending him playing multiple minor roles because he was yes. like, "He's Maxwell Lord." He's like, "Yeah, but whatever." Like he played like a weasel and whatever. Who cares? It's mm. like he can appear. So I yeah. think that kind of got blown out of proportion. Yeah, he's been he's been cast as a villain. That's right. Because of all his weird behavior and all the other things he said. <laughs> That's right. Comet the super horse. Whoa. That's right. What is, what's the thing about him, him being a man? Okay, well, look. Give me some origin. According to Wikipedia here, there's two. All right. The first was a sapient horse with magical powers who was once a centaur in ancient Greece. The second character. That's boring. The second character is a shapeshifter with three forms, male, female, and winged centaur. Yeah. There's not a man who turned into a horse person. Well, so maybe even the, the man became the centaur. <laughs> maybe. Well, we've got listings for pre crisis comet and post crisis comet. Oh, God. Oh, did you know they brought back Beppo the super monkey? I d- no, I didn't well, know that. Well, now you do. Is he from Krypton? You can, you can take that and put it in your pocket. 
No, I think he probably your was phone a, handed yeah, over. Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a a, a regular monkey. Oh, okay, and he got kryptonite powers or whatever. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, Great. wait, he's a Kryptonian monkey. I apologize. How did he get to Earth? Probably did his ship. parents put him in a little ship and Let's whatever? Let's find out. Okay, here we go. Okay. We're we just going to go down the list of animals that came Maybe. from Krypton. Okay, he's from the planet Krypton. Yeah, we know. He's one of, he was originally one of Jor-El's test animals. He stowed away aboard baby Kal-El's rocket. Upon landing, he hopped out unseen and went off on his own for some time. And he lived in the jungle. Wait, so he went from the... I was going to say the like you know in Kansas to the but he can fly presumably right seems that way yeah because yes. he's a super monkey yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. oh wow I can't believe they had primates but I guess that makes sense doesn't it if you looked at Krypton Krypton biology because they have people they have people true. that look yeah, like yeah. people yeah yeah presumably yeah we don't see their butts we don't know what's going on there. that's true their butts or their junks yeah that's right yeah wow what other animals have they got what other animals stowed away on that ship uh, well there would have been Streaky the super cat oh yeah obviously <laughs> of course um your crypto the dog. He's, the, he's in the capsule sometimes, depending on the – well, he was in the movie. Yeah. Like he sent him – they sent him as a little pet. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Then there's Ace the Bat Hound. Of course, but he's not from – No, absolutely yeah. not. He's from the streets. He's from the streets, yeah. And like, the, like Batman, who's and there's a, from there's, a manor. And there's a Batman horse and there's a Batman cow. That's true. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. You want to move on? Yeah, I'm happy to. Okay, great. Let's do trailers, Mason. <laughs> That's why trailers are hoy. We've got another trailer for Dune 2. Dune 2. The Fracas on Arrakis. I and like that. Uh, Is that new? Did I, you I didn't come up invent with that? that. I thought you did. I oh. thought I was saying a joke that you did back to no, you. Yeah. No, I would have said. Something better than this. No doubt. No. I no? wouldn't have. No. <laughs> you would have thought said, of a worse thing. I would have thought for a while. Yeah. And then at 3 a.m. I would have woken up screaming. And you would have said, James, we've got to get back in studio. <laughs> That's right. You yeah. would have said, no, it's early. <laughs> I've been like, yeah, what was I thinking? I'd have to go over there. I don't want to. <laughs> well, anyway, the new trailer, I mean, it's, it continues to look good. Mm-hmm. They're already talking about doing part three, yeah. um, especially if this does well. It got pushed, of course, because of the rider strike. Mm-hmm. It's got a run time. Whoa, he dropped his phone. Embarrassing, no, but he caught it. I caught it. That wasn't as embarrassing when you caught That's it. That was pretty right. cool, actually. Very cool. Uh, it's one of the coolest things I've ever done. It's Denis- people are going to be talking about this. I think so. Remember that time he dropped his phone, but then he caught it. People will. That might That's even come right. up to you in the street. Yeah. Denis Villeneuve's longest movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at two hours and forty six minutes. Mm. So yeah, look, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. Yeah. Mm. So all sorts of different casts of characters, yeah. etc. Austin Butler being a real freak. Yeah. Apparently, in the original books, he's like he's meant to be a beautiful man. He's got beautiful long hair, and he's all like. But they've they've clearly gone with. Let's make him look like a sperm. Well, yeah, exactly. They've gone, well, the Harkonnens are all sperm men. So let's yeah. make him, you know, the spermiest of them all. He's so spermy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. like the look of but it. I, and, I, and I think obviously I th- my guess would be that they cast him because he's super handsome. He and could like, do that. He could yeah. do that. But then they're like, no, we'll keep we'll keep the, the aesthetic. Yeah. The spermy aesthetic. Spermy aesthetic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got a trailer for the next Beverly Hills Cop movie. Oh, speaking of Austin Butler, did oh, you see that? Did, well, Disney was going to distribute. You know that there's that movie coming out called The Bike Riders. It's about a bike oh, again. Yeah, they got rid of it, or and whatever. it's got Austin. It's got Austin Butler and Thomas Tom Hardy, Hardy just a, just just spinning out dozens of incredibly interesting accents. Yeah, in that, and Jodie <laughs> Comer's in it, and and a bunch of people. Yeah, Disney's just like, no, nah, we don't we don't care anymore. We don't want this. We don't we don't care about Austin Butler, the guy who was in that movie that people loved, and Tom Hardy, and all these people, and whatever. Nah, we don't so now care. it's being distributed by somebody else. Yeah. Anyway, much, uh, uh, you know. Is it much to your chagrin, would you say? No, I don't. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. Oh, man, isn't. you're furious. You dropped your phone earlier when you were just thinking about <laughs> it's true. it. That is why I dropped it. <laughs> I was furious about distribution deals. Uh, Warner Brothers is still negotiating with people for that Coyote versus Acme movie. Yeah, of course they are. Because somebody offered them $20 million, They're like, oh, not, not enough for this movie we we're going to throw away. Yeah, you were going to lose way more money than that by yeah. not releasing it. Weird freaks. 
Um, Beverly Hills Cop 4 trailer. Mm. A Netflix exclusive. That's right. The next Arkwell Foley adventure. That's right. Uh, Eddie Murphy is a 60-year-old man and he's back on the streets. He's looking good, though. He's, he's always looking good. Mm. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of these movies? I haven't seen any of them in a long time. I haven't time. seen any of them in a long time. I remember either. liking them and I've seen some of them. Have you seen three? I have seen three. I remember not hating it. I remember thinking right, it was then. all right. Yeah. Great. Well, that's that's the push this series needs to yep. to become a big hit on Netflix. And then he made Metro, the movie Metro, was which was like serious Eddie Murphy Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. And then he did a bunch of crap. And then he did... That, net, that Netflix. What would he do? He did the. Uh, it's quite, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, the dude, the guy, the, the whatever, and he's a filmmaker, and it's funny yes, and whatever. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is so a this good is one. Clearly, he's had a good Netflix experience, and he's like, well, let's let's get back in there. And he did like Dreamgirls and stuff, didn't he? Was that's he in true, Dreamgirls? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did Coming to America too? That was actually very bad. Oh, that's a shame. That's not a good movie. That's I a shame. I couldn't finish it. So what's left in the in the Eddie Murphy oeuvre that Shrek he can, that he can come back to? I guess Shrek. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Raw. Raw. You can put Nor- that suit back on. Norbert. Norbert and, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Dolomite is my name. That was the one. That's the one. Oh, he did a movie with, fuck. He did a movie with um, Jonah Hill called You People. Oh, yeah. Fucking I vaguely remember that. atrocious. Okay. And it's not him in it. He's actually quite good in it. But just like, if you want a bad movie where the two leads yep. have zero chemistry and they CGI the kiss at the end. Oh, I remember that. And, sure, I, and they're yeah. saying that's not a chemistry thing. That was just, I don't know what that was. Okay. Or, but, yeah, just not a good – it's trying to say interesting things about, like, you know, in, in, interracial relationships or whatever, right, but uh-huh. it, it just doesn't do anything Between well. Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. That's right. That's okay, right. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't watch this trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4. Also, it's weird because Jonah Hill's like, I'm dating your daughter, and Jonah Hill looks older than Eddie Murphy. Right. It's very yeah. weird. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch this trailer, so uh, are we getting a Judge Reinhold? Yes. Nice. He's got. Has he got the jacket? Yes. Love that. Have we got um, Bronson uh, Pinchot? Joel? Yes. Love that. So you know, it's all nice. your classics. Will it be? But any- it's his character from the Langoliers. That's right. I'm a harried businessman, and I have nightmares about a- monsters that eat the past. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're gonna solve this crime. Now, if you recall correctly, yes. They trialed this as a TV series a few years back. That's right. They did a pilot episode where Eddie Murphy's character was the chief of police and it was apparently so bad they never let anybody see it. Ah. So now they're doing this. Great. Yeah, so there you go. And But this is even worse, so people will see it. Maybe. It's going all it's horseshoot all the way around. <laughs> oh, you say horseshoot all the way around? No, horseshoot. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> it's the horseshoe. Of all, of, of, yeah, of horseshoot. Uh, we also got John Krasinski's next movie, If. From the from the Twisted Mind, the imagination yeah. of John Krasinski. It's what if John Krasinski made a live action, action Pixar movie that was already been made or whatever, I guess. Monsters, Inc., sure. Monsters, Inc., sort of, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds is a guy and he's like, what's real? And things are real that I didn't think were real. Now, is this, do you remember Slumberland? Jason Momoa? Oh, the Jason Momoa one. Yeah. Was yeah. that this year? I feel like it was. That has definitely come out and been and gone. It was on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. Damn. Yeah. Let me look. Uh, I don't know. This this is not for us. I don't think this is a no. movie for kids, right? This I mean, is a, it could be. A... It could go the way of a movie. I was last year Slumberland, like a uh, like a free guy where it's for everybody. You know, I think, I don't works think on it all will. levels. I don't think. Well, I'm sure they're banking on it because they've got Ryan Reynolds as the main guy, and they've got Steve Carell as the voice of one of the monsters. Yeah, uh, but just an all star voice cast, and obviously it's from the twisted imagination of John Krasinski. It's Phoebe Waller Bridges in it. That's right. Gossett Jr., Emily Blunt, Matt mm-hmm. Damon. Well, they've all got a closet in their mansions that they can record the audio for. So. Sam Rockwell is S-Dog. Okay, not yeah. bad. Vince Vaughn's in it. Um, a young girl named Bo, 
B E A. Is that Bo? How, how are we saying it? B E A. B E A. Be a good friend. Love that. Uh, gains the ability to see people's imaginary friends, referring to them as ifs for shorts who have abandoned by the, uh, the kids they helped. Uh, she then discovers that her neighbor, the man upstairs, has the same ability. Oh, 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 so he's not a spirit man. I was sort of the. Do you think that's going to be the reveal, though? It's going to like sixth sense of like he's imaginary too. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's... And he's like, bring me into the real world. I want to get a job because he's wearing the high pants with the with the suspenders, and I'm like, well, nobody dresses like that. He's a, a man of Ryan Reynolds' stature and no, handsomest no, would never... wouldn't dress like that. So he's obviously. I was like, I went through this whole thing and like, oh, he's an imaginary friend showing her the world of imaginary friends. So if that's not the case, then the reveal is definitely going to be that he's an imaginary friend, unless they now changed it because everybody's been saying that. Yeah, yeah, because we figured it out. We did figure it out. That's first. right. Yeah, your move, whoever made this, John the... Krasinski. Your move, Krasinski. Yeah. That's right. I was talking about that today, like his character in The Office. Mm-hmm. And I think he's too handsome and he's too smug. What they did with the British version uh-huh. is like their version of Tim or Jim or whatever. It's like a little weird Br- British man. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can root for that. Yeah. Whereas a guy who's like, hey, Dwight, I'll fucking beat you up or whatever. That's, <laughs> that's the, right. I know that's not what he says, but that's the vibe. That's the subtext, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> we know that if it really came down to yeah. a crunch – he would just beat. He played up. like college basketball yeah. and whatever, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I don't know. In my opinion, he'd, he'd put I him into like, like a some sort of headlock or armlock, and he'd make him cry. Watches a lot of MMA, and everybody would just fall silent in the office, and you just hear Dwight's heels squeaking <laughs> against the floor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man! And then everybody would be brought into the HR department. And the other trailer we got it's for Alex Garland's Toby. What? Because he's HR in the office. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I know, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Garland's next movie, who wrote the movie Sunshine, which is your favourite movie. It's your favourite movie. Uh, Ex Machina. What was the last one he did? Uh, oh, Annihilation. Annihilation. A movie did. I didn't get initially. Yeah. Um, he wrote one of the 28. Oh, Men. Yeah, he did Men. Men, 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 Men One of the 28 Days Later movies. The first one? The first one I think he wrote. Yeah, he's worked a lot with Danny Boyle. But, yeah, I remember um, right. His next movie is called Civil War. Mm. And you might be thinking, didn't we have a Civil War movie in 2016 and Captain America <laughs> fought Iron Man, Mason? Well, guess what? This is going to be a boring one. That's right, exactly. But it's not the boring Civil War in the past. No. Boom. That's right. It's the modern-day Civil oh, War. If you, maybe a few, near-future Civil War. Nice. Damn. So nice. the idea is that the president, if you can believe this, Mason, mm-hmm. oh, and yes. this is political. Oh, there's almost top. nothing I wouldn't believe the president would do. Uh, so it's that he is taking... Oh, Sleepy Joe. He's taking... You know, <laughs> Okay, here's the thing about that guy, right? There's nothing I imagine he wouldn't do in his bloody dreams, am I right? Let's get into that just quickly, right? Because the idea <laughs> yeah, is Yeah, let's that, get into politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah that he's like it. that he's funneling money through various uh, offshore accounts through his son, Hunter Biden. Oh, is that, is just that what like, the case? I'm, yeah, who's yeah. just like a fail son fuck-up who uses his dad's name to like con businessmen overseas, right? Okay, sure, sure, sure. So it's either he's doing that or he's like his brain is fried and he doesn't know what he's doing. It cannot be both, right? right? So you can't come at it. Like, it's clearly that he's 84 and years what's old. what's our official stance on it's this? It's the really old thing, I assume. I think it is. I think you're right. I think he's just a really he old guy. He should not be president, He's obviously. not an off. He's not an off up there. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's... Okay, so what's the president in this in this movie doing? Uh, I think it's Nick Offerman, and he's, he takes on a third term. You can't do that. No. Nah, it's bloody illegal. In Australia, you can. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You could be prime minister forever. That's right. Uh, no, someone would eventually – no, you'd eventually drown – uh, yeah, that did happen to one of our prime ministers. That's right. <laughs> he drowned. Um, but yeah, and then obviously the country is divided. It looks like it's got a killer cast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jesse Plemons makes an appearance. Lemo. Uh, Kirsten Dunst makes an appearance. Dunsto. Uh, Dunst sounds like here? Dunstan's checking in. Yeah, that's right. Nick Kirsten Dunstan, uh, <laughs> as we Dunstan. call her. 
Uh, Wagner Mora. Don't know who that is. You might know. He's from, um, what's it called? It's that show that people like. I don't know, James. He plays. I like... don't like any shows. No, I'm on his Wikipedia. Okay, great. No, that's come on, man. I think the most narcos in narcos. Oh, okay, He's Pablo Escobar sure, sure. in okay. narcos. Yeah. Now, and in and in this trailer, Texas and California have teamed up. Yeah. To to they're on one side of the civil war, and I think maybe maybe people are like as if. Well, I think international like international viewers of that trailer will be like, what are those guys got in common? I think we're just thinking freedom. We, we just think about L.A. though. Yeah. Like I think maybe it's it's probably. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, a lot of people are down on this trailer. They're like, mm. boo, Alex Garland, boo. And I think it's just because, I mean, a lot of people on Twitter are down on it. Yeah. And I think it's just because men was not particularly well received. No. And a lot of people's, like, memories only go back as far as your previous movie. That's so, right. Yeah. But, I mean, like, generally speaking, I think he's had a very good track record. I completely agree. So. And which is why you're giving this the stamp of approval. My two thumbs down, stamp of approval. Wow, that's incredible. That's right, yeah, right. Because that's you stamping with your thumb on the table. That's right. That's like my there's... highest ranking available. Two thumbs down. That hurts. Yeah. You shouldn't do this. I'm not doing it. You're doing it. No, but you shouldn't do it. I can I, handle it. I won't. <laughs> last, oh, not last bit of news. Second last bit of news. Hideo Kojima. What's he up to? That's right. Video games. Tweeting about movies that he saw. Yeah. Those two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, meeting celebrities. That's true. Hanging out with celebrities. And celebrities being really excited to meet him. That's right. They love his video games. That's right. Uh, he, he, through A24, he's going to be making or involved in a twin, uh, Death Stranding adaptation. Okay. The game about... Walking boxes across the wilderness. That's or right. Being an intergalactic UPS man of sorts. Yeah. I never played it because that is absolutely not my cup of tea. Uh huh. Sure, sure. I know sure. a lot of people seem to be very much into it. Uh huh. Um, there's a lot of energy drink product placement in it. Apparently, oh, that's right. Yeah. Norman Reedus is in it. He's you carrying put your a, poo in a box or something. Put poo in a box. You got a baby in a backpack. <laughs> baby in a backpack. Poo in a box. That's isn't that the life? That's the traveling life. Carry you know? your dead mum at one point or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're your own dead mum, maybe. You're your own dead mum. I think maybe you're your, your own dead mum. I haven't seen reveal. it. I haven't seen it. I'll see this movie probably if it comes out. Which now, it might now, not. now he's involved with this, but he's not. It doesn't say he's directing it, which I feel is what Hideo Kojima wants to do. Yeah, you might. Did be you? Right. Did you? There was an interview quite recently where he was like, "Oh, when I was a kid, I had all this imagination, and I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a film director, but I didn't know anybody, and I didn't have any contacts in the Japanese film industry." And he's like, anyway, now I guess I have to make video games. Like he wasn't even like, the interview, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a translation error there, but the, the, the interview wasn't like, but then I went and I started making video games and that's actually a wonderful dream as well and I think that's great and, you know, I get to channel my creativity. It was, yeah, well, now I have to make video games. I guess this will do. Ugh, yuck. Yeah. So I'm wondering, does he, does he want to, is, is he directing this? I, it doesn't I really don't say. believe there's a director attached as Ooh, of yet. But, very uh, good. I don't know. Does he have experience in... I mean, does he direct all the cutscenes from his games? Is he out there in the mocap and being like, oh, good job? Great question. Have a really slow conversation. <laughs> With Conan O'Brien, he's there. <laughs> Conan O'Brien's there? He's in Death Stranding, I'm oh pretty my sure. God. Is he Death Stranding? Yeah, he's Death Stranding, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Uh, he's uh, Harvard's own Death Stranding. <laughs> we've got the uh, last bit of A24 news. Dwayne Johnson is, tur- is, is turning, turning things up. Teaming up. Oh, he's turning things up and teaming up? With Benny Safdie. One of the Safdie brothers. To make, but just one. Sunscreen Safdie brother? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so also. Yeah, he's from uh, Oppenheimer for the Smashing Machine. (laughs) 
Now, The Smashing Machine is a drama based on the story of Mark Kerr, the legendary MMA fighter from the no-hold-barred era of the UFC at the peak of his career. He struggles with addiction, winning, love, and friendship in the year 2000. So this is the era of UFC where they were like, yeah, you can punch a guy in the nuts if you want. Yeah, you can wear a gi and a guy, like a tiny guy in a gi, can fight a sumo wrestler. Yeah, this is the era when it was like, this is Street Fighter. Yeah. This is weird. Let's see if a sumo guy can beat a karate guy or whatever. Let's see if a sumo guy can defeat Blanca. Exactly. It's the era before they were like, oh, actually, the, the key to this is just boxing and... And, and, and weight classes? Yeah, it's, bo- it's basically just boxing and, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah get them on the ground. Get them on the ground and choke them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this was like, oh, maybe maybe you could win with your 100-hand slap or whatever, E-Honda. You know? <laughs> uh, you won't. E-Honda, why are you fighting in a bathhouse? <laughs> when did they move it out of the bathhouse? Would have been before this, I assume. Yeah, would have been 2000. before this, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too human in here. It is, yeah. yeah boy, I'm getting a bit lightheaded, actually. Exactly, especially if you're carrying the weight of a sumo wrestler. Oh, my God, he's doing some sort of big torpedo across the room. (laughs) Um, Now, we talked about this when Black Adam came out. Yeah. And I said that, um, and it was kind of mean, and I, but I didn't mean it to come across mean where I feel like he has the charisma and clearly and the gravitas and the ability to make literally anything. Yeah. So why doesn't he make a great movie? And I actually went on an episode of Tofop with yeah. Charlie Clawson and we talked about that at length, the, yeah. the idea of like. I think you specifically said Benny Safdie as well. Oh, Modern. I think you did, yeah. Oh, Modern. No, you did. In oh. that, when we, I went back and listened to it. Did I make this happen? Yeah, you did. Are we living in a beautiful dream? Is we none are. of this real? Um, and the most beautiful part is we don't get any money for it. Oh, or you specifically, because it. it was your idea. God, we should, there, should be, there should be a Hollywood bounty system of some kind. Completely agree. Right? Yeah. I dog should, the Bounty Hunter style. That's exactly right. You could say dog after the rock. That's a movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> heck of a movie. And we'd get the bounty on that. No, we wouldn't. You'd have to send a bounty after dog to get the money because oh, it was true. your idea. Damn. Yeah. Hollywood's complicated. It is, isn't it? Now, now on the one hand... Uh, we said he's not had vast success in in the movies with Black Adam. It didn't it didn't change the face of no. The whole thing collapsed in on itself. So in a way, I mean, did. he wasn't the only reason. No, but, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but but we said we, could he maybe you know find a creator or a director that can get the most out of him, kind of thing. And and you know it's a twenty four and it's Benny Safdie. But of course, a twenty four have recently said. Yeah, we're going to go more in a blockbuster direction. That's right. And also, we were like maybe maybe The Rock shouldn't should take a role that isn't, isn't just him steamrolling people and now he's going to be portraying an, a guy whose nickname is the Smashing Machine. <laughs> so, Yeah, but there is a tragic story behind it and, okay, and, right. and whatever. Okay. I, I am like, because again, one of the things we talked about was like Arnold has Terminator, True, true Lies, Conan. Yeah. Stallone has Rocky, Rambo, uh-huh. um, Mr. Race Car Driver, mm. uh, the one where he was his own twin brother and it was a superhero universe and he had a super hammer. Huh. Went to streaming. We watched it. Samaritan. Samaritan. Yes. Bruce Willis has got Die Hard. Jean-Claude Van Damme has JVCD or whatever, and he also has, like, Time Cop and That's Universal true. Soldier or whatever. So all yeah, these yeah. superhero, not superhero, all these, like, big-time action stars from, yeah, like, superheroes to me. Yeah, they did, like, a number of really good properties. Yeah. And to me, and there are a few exceptions, I think, for, like, The Rundown is one of them, mm-hmm. um, Pain and Gain. Yes. Moana, but it's animated. And, like, the Jumanji movies are all right, but they're more ensemble. Sam That's with the true, yeah. Furious. He doesn't have a thing where you're like, shit, remember that fucking thing that he did and it's an incredible movie? <laughs> yeah. They're all just, they feel so tailored and, like, mm, and yeah, yeah. safe. Yeah. And I really hope that this is not that. Yeah, I would yeah. love this to be really something special. Absolutely. Because he deserves a win, mm. quite frankly. Does it... 
Because it's based on a real guy, though. Yeah. Does it have that? Because all the other ones, when you go a Terminator or what have you, it's 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 a it's a fictional character sure, you can take yeah. in any direction. And I wonder if that is there is there scope for sequels? Is there? No, I I just think he's. I think it's his like uncut gems, probably. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, which absolutely. Is, which is good. That is good, unless it's bad, in which case. We well, never, we we never th- liked it. What were you thinking? What were you thinking, The Rock, working <laughs> with A24? Yeah. That's not your wheelhouse. <laughs> Go and do another Jumanji movie. Just get Dog on the phone as he's lining him up at his sides. <laughs> dog. <laughs> Pull back. Um, all right, should we move it along? Yes. Is it Wonka time? It's Wonka time. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wonka's in cinemas. That's right. Uh, it's wonked its way into cinemas. It certainly has. On a budget of $125 million at a box office return, Mason, it made, it's going to make about $35 million in the US this weekend. And last week, uh, up to about now, it's made $46 million in the international other markets. Okay. Because that's okay, how the word works. Okay. There's the US and then there's international. We're in the international part. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's fair. It's not a terrible start, especially for a musical. Musicals quite often they do not do well, especially recently. Mm, which is why they never tell you they're a musical yeah. in the trailer. And I still maintain that I think this could be the not like a billion-dollar kind of property, but just like a slow burn summer, summer here, winter overseas. Mm-hmm. In, internationally. Oh, that sounds very um, cozy, a slow burn in the, oh in the my winter. Oh, God, you know, mm. just like the thing that you go and see. You take sure. your family and whatever. Okay. It becomes one of those. I don't know. We'll see. 
Because, you know, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. Yeah. Bloody blindside me. All right, well, uh, do you remember Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Well, what was Willy Wonka like before he had a chocolate factory? I mean, in it. Different. Illiterate is the answer. <laughs> yeah. He was illiterate. And he looked completely different. And he lived on a boat. And yeah, his hair was different coloured. Yeah. But he had a he had a velvet coat. Yeah, but he was nice. And he was nice, except when he stole. Yeah. And then he's gonna go out and he's gonna make his fortune. But what if he, he doesn't? He will though. Oh yeah. Because yeah. he has the factory. He, I mean it's a foregone conclusion, That's isn't right. it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But maybe he'll have to make some sacrifices. Does he make some enemies along the way? Maybe. Mm. Maybe he does. And some friends. Does he kill anyone? I don't know, maybe after the movie because we don't see any of those characters in the next movie, do we? Well, Slugworth comes back. That's true. We don't see him, but Slugworth yeah, like, yeah, reappears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, number wang reunion. Oh, Olivia, yeah, he's the Oli- number one. Olivia Coleman and Patterson Joseph, who are, who are he's Slugworth. You're right. It's a, it's a return of Michelin Webb's Well, do you know wang. why? Yes. Because the director of this is Paul King. Okay. And he directed, of course, the two Paddington movies. And you definitely feel that Paddington kind of good yeah, huh. joy and vibe in this. I don't think it's as good as a Paddington movie, but this is way better than I thought it was going yeah, right, to be. Uh-huh. Um, and he also directed episodes of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place and The Mighty Boosh. There you go. So who's the guy who's the comedian in this as well? He's oh, the, Rich Vulture. Rich Vulture's in this. This is a big, this is a big, this is a big, I wouldn't say it's a cameo fest, but it's a real. I mean, if you know that era of British comedy. Yeah, it's it a is. real who's who of British comedy of that era. We got, uh, you know, mm. is it spoilers to say? Who's in this? I, mean, you know. I don't think so. Okay, Rowan Atkinson's in this. Yep. Keegan Michael Key. He's not of that era, but no. he's in it. Uh, I liked uh, Kayla Lane as Noodle, the little oh, kid yep. in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was yeah, fun. Yeah. And of course, we had uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Charlie Meat? Mr. Charlie, Charlie Meat, yes. Charlie Meat, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a great cut of the butchers. Go in and ask for a Charlie Meat. Absolutely. You're going to love what you get. That's right. But anyway, uh, so so uh, Willy Wonka comes to town. Mm-hmm. He comes to a big time town. He goes zippity Is it London? Uh, I don't know. Or France. It's London or possibly Paris. Or German. Or yeah. it, maybe it's Germany. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to make my fortune. But then he quickly ends up in indentured servitude in a workhouse because yes. he can't read. Yeah, uh, and then he meets a cast of characters. They're all also indentured, but he's like, "I'm going to make my chocolate, and I'm going to I'm going to get us all out of here, and we're going to have big adventures." I'm going to do this like Corella Deville, the prequel. That's right. I you didn't say that. I didn't say it. There's similarities. This is better. That's great. Yeah, that's great. And we're going to sing a few songs. Yes, we are. Are we going to put our heart and soul into it? Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> we're really going to do that. Sometimes. This is um, it's the Gene Wilder version, right? It's te- I mean, there are differences because he looks different oh you're saying it's not going to turn into the johnny depp version no no well, i mean they use a lot of the musical cues and there's mm. words and phrases that that uh, that cross over into the other sure. movies mm-hmm. and whatever that movie in particular mm-hmm. but um i i was kind of skeptical about like i don't think he has the comedic chops to do like a gene wilder style performance uh-huh. and he doesn't and when he does try to do like wacky gene wilderisms uh-huh it doesn't – it falls flat. There's a bit where he's like, listen up and look down or whatever. And yeah, it feels uh-huh. really kind of That's like, in one of the trailers yeah. and it doesn't really work. But yet. when he's just doing – When he's earnest. Yeah, when he's doing his own going version. Going to camp. Yes, going, yes. When he's doing his own version of this, I thought he was very good in this. Uh-huh, I thought yeah, he yeah. was a lot of fun. I think this probably – like this This survives on the strength of the, the, the cast. Yeah. Both him and kind of the supporting cast because you've got to feel like – and again, it's sort of a – not a pan. It's a melodrama. Yeah, because it's not like it's essentially this. This is a. It's very melodramatic. Yeah, and it sort of lives in this world of like it's chocolate is kind. It's like the drug trade. Yeah, like there's, there's a chocolate a, cartel which is backed by the Catholic Church. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which I very much enjoy. To, it's a sort of somewhat surreal world. It could I feel like it could be more surreal. Like it's it sits on the edge of like oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of because chocolate makes you fly or whatever and, mm. and all of that. Oh, yeah, Willy Wonka's magic also. Yeah, they can't. They they the well not magic, but he's got like 
He knows he's got stuff that is magic. He's got sort of, he's gone around the world and he's found like All inexplicable. All around the world. I don't think so. Um, you don't think oh, so. No, I don't think so at all. <laughs> Uh, he's gone around the world and he's and he's found like exotic ingredients for his particular yes. chocolates that make you you know they can make you hover or they can make you you know have a experience a whole evening in a in a single bite of a, yeah. a chocolate or what have you and I you know that's a bit a bit of fun. It is a bit of fun, isn't it? But I think yeah, like it's 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 yeah you sort of you sort of have to buy into this universe. Uh, yeah. But I think you know and um oh and um Matt Lucas is in this. Yes. Yeah. Also yes. Not David Williams. Interesting. Enough? Probably not. Yeah. Who knows? You could be under a wig somewhere. <laughs> you could be under a wig. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But How do you feel about the music? You said kind of some of it was magical and some of it was whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it. it Neil ha- Hannon wrote the music. Maybe it's this. a function of because we're seeing it on a cinema screen, but it feels like nobody ever really goes all out in it. Okay. Like it sort of feels like it's kind of quite an uneven keel all the time. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's kind of like oh, it's just it. It feels like. Maybe Chalamet, but you know, regardless of his skills as a singer, which is, it seems, you know, it's got a good, a, got a good voice. Everybody who sings, I think, has a good voice in this. But it feels like nobody ever went. Should I bring this up to eleven? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll upset people. You'll scare them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It doesn't. There's, it doesn't hit like big. Like it looks that way a lot of times. Yeah. People mm-hmm. spinning around in a circle uh-huh. and in the street and mm-hmm. cartwheeling yeah, yeah. over each other in the air. Uh-huh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, I see that. I think there are some. There's one song in particular where he does go out and. Where he's selling his wares and then disappearing into the street. I thought that was probably the strongest yeah. new song. Yeah, there's a, there's a sort of a middle bit. There's that bit, and there's a scene in his it's monkatorium. Well, he's monkatorium, but I think like I was going to say, there's there's not really this isn't a really a movie. I feel like that has a lot of spoilers in it. Like no. I don't think I could like there's a mo- like he wants to build a chocolate shop, and so eventually there's a chocolate shop, and there's a scene where, and it's sort of like his. Factory in the yeah. in the in the subsequent movies where you know there's a lot of magical things and he and he and you can all, eat and spin about exactly and all and, you know the 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 public come in and he and he sings about all the wonders of chocolate and all yeah. the wonderful things that he's got in here and I was like that's that feels like kind of the yeah that that felt like um it's been I have I watched it on Thursday and we're recording on the Saturday mm-hmm. and I currently nothing has remained in my head like none of the songs no no yeah. but i remember coming out of the cinema and one particular like that that particular song sort of bouncing around i'm like oh yeah. yeah that's pretty that's pretty solid i feel people will remember that yes you know with subsequent viewings i think a few of these will sort of earworm into people's brains you totally know? and also in they, a horrible way no yeah they yeah. also bring back like the oompa loompa song and mm. other because we've got hugh grant from, of course yeah and, and if you've seen any of the trailers you know that he's when he wants to regale a story, he has to do it a little Oompa dance in the fo- in the form of the Oompa dance and song. And once he started, he can't stop. And I thought that was fun. He's he's good. He's very yeah. good in this. He is as lofty. No, he though. hated being in it. Yeah, as absolutely. he talked about at length. We talked huh. about this last. Why'd week. Why'd you do it then, Hugh Grant? Uh, why not money? Yeah, yeah money. I yeah. thought he looked good for the most part because it's pretty much just his face, and yes. they replace everything else. There's one moment where he gets on a little hang glider for no reason, for no really. reason, and that looks kind of like a bit shaky. Mm. But other than that, that's for the kids, though, right? Sure, I yeah. guess they they love a shaky moment. And to sell the to sell the Funko Pop, where he's got a little jetpack. Yes, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think Hugh Grant is really good in this, like really fun in this. But it seems like an expensive effect that, and he, I, I kind of it, it doesn't seem like he did too many days on no, it. No, I thought he was going to be in it like a lot more. But I also like seeing like where he's from and all of that, mm. and you find out why he's, you know, why he's with Willy Wonka, you know, in particular moments. Olivia Coleman, I'm not sure if the actor's name, has a fun little romance subplot, which I thought oh, was, yes, right. was pretty amusing. Matthew Bainton is his name. There Fickle you go, yeah. Gruber. They're, they're, um, 
uh, Olivia Coleman is the owner of the workhouse. Yes, that, that is a, like a like a laundry, and she gets she 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 tricks people into staying for the night, and then she puts them under a contract where they owe her a bunch of money and yep. etc. I just kill her. Yeah, you just kill I'd her. kill her and the and the guy. I'd kill them both. Well, it's not that kind poison of poison the dog. Kill them both. It's not that kind of Johnny Depp musical. No, Mason. that's true, isn't it? Yeah, Sweeney yeah. Todd or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, actually, if you put a if you put a an unreasonable uh, line item in a contract, it's not really. Yeah, even if you sign it, it doesn't really apply. You'd have to let me know in advance. You'd have to be like, "Listen, yeah, I'm going to charge you a million dollars for this," and I'd be like, "I don't, I don't actually, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'll leave. Thank you." Yeah. yeah. How do you feel this movie looked? Were there any like I thought there's like a giraffe in this, and that all looked realistic. Yeah, sure. It looked like uh-huh. they filmed in a real cathedral. Whoa. I don't know whether they actually did uh-huh. or not, yeah, but yeah. it looked like a. You know, often you'll get like a big, big empty space like that, mm. like a Star Wars prequel. Yeah. It just looks like a nothing room. Yeah, there's moments in it because the 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 a lot of the action takes place in a sort of I guess it's a sort of city square and it's kind of a there's a like a like a like an arcade situation like a, you yeah. know where all the where all the the shops are and all the you know the it's it's the place to be if you want to run a shop and all this sort of stuff and yes. all the people come from miles around. Uh, and some of that looked real, but some of that kind yep. of again, it looked depends like what's going space. on. It does depend what's going on. Yeah, there's a moment in it when he's in his shop and he goes above the clouds, and there's like candy fairy floss clouds or whatever, and that kind of looks a bit mm-hmm. wonky. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. saying so, but I would say on the <laughs> most part, it's got that. It's, I mean, yeah, it's clearly a very expensive movie, and I, I wonder like when he does have his shop and people are going through it because mm-hmm. I know what they did with like the original movie and I don't know if they did with the Johnny Depp movie. Who cares? Yes, but, um, precisely. All, all of that stuff was actually edible in that room. Oh, for real? For real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not all, I mean, there's some exceptions. But, um, but yeah, I wonder if that's what they were, you know, doing yeah. for that and just have people delight in that and then you, you capture those moments. Oh, no, I whatever. bet they didn't do that. You bet they, nobody I, was delighting in no, anything? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it would have been poisonous and not edible. <laughs> Well, that would be the Imagine mo- you're not being poisoned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you want to do some spoilers? Let's do some spoilers. I'm going to say best movie ever. I, I thought it. it was a lot of fun, yeah. Could be I a good, uh, fun family Christmas Yeah, movie. and I thought it was kind of like affecting in an emotional way. It's like, oh, oh yeah. this is nice. Talk you know, a bit is, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, again, it, it's not really – it's it's primarily I don't think they're as kids, good as, I think. No, and I don't think it's as good as the Paddington movies. Mm-hmm. And he's not directing the next Paddington movie. Right. Um, Paul King, but, you know, that's okay, Ooh. I guess. And but Sally um, Hawkins is not – She's in this. Yes. She's not going to be in the next Paddington. Replacing uh, Paddington Mum. Oh, are really? Happy. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well. Bold. Are they doing it in story? They are. Wow. Yeah. Divorce? It's a, it's no assassination plot. Oh, that's a shame. Because yeah. of the <laughs> that's divorce. That's exciting, though. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it yeah, is. For yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, look, I think it was, you know, I, I thought it was very nice and, you know, it's, yeah. got, it's got a nice resolution and it all works out and, you know, fun, I, fun for the family, I, I would imagine. I was worried upon, like, initial images that they're doing Joker prequel. And then, like, because that's the first thing I saw, I'm like, oh, no. But then, like, seeing who was directing it and whatever, uh, it's like, right, oh, no, yeah. then that kind of was okay, like, oh, maybe right. this might be something. And it is. Yeah, I mean, I I think my initial thoughts on that were like, oh, I, I probably would have liked it to lean into the weirder. Yeah. But this, this, that, this outcome is pretty good, you know? <laughs> it's pretty good. What do you think of that, everyone? Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so uh, his mum... Yes, is, is, is she's a great chocolatier. Yes, they used to live on a boat together, yeah, a beautiful boat, and, and she would. And they were poor, but she would make a little chocolate for him every year. Yep, and uh, and and that was delightful. And then she, and she's like, "There's a one secret to the to chocolate, which the I'll write it down. Don't know, but I won't teach you how to read." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am cruel. I'm cruel, mum. 
And so he never finds out what the secret is. So he dedicates his life to making sweets and chocolates and mm-hmm. gum and whatever. Um, and yeah, and then so at the end, and this is just me explaining the end of this movie, I guess. Yes, sure. Mr. Sunday Movies explains. Wonka that. explains. Nice. Um, that, yeah, he opens up the bar of chocolate that she left behind and it says the secret to chocolate is that it's who you share it with or whatever. Yeah, it's not, and that it's was not what's the, in it, yeah. No, and that was the moment. That actually got me. I'm like, shit, that's pretty, you know, <laughs> all right. Did you bring any kids with this? No, it was just me crying yeah. alone in the right, cinema. Right, love that, love that. <laughs> um, so pretty typical Pretty typical, <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> it happened when I saw Expendables I was going to say, that <laughs> was going to be the example. <laughs> but no, I thought that was a really lovely message and, and, and you know, and it's... It's just all about yeah, it's yeah. about the people you're with. It's not so much about the chocolate. It's about. But I wouldn't recommend yeah. Mr. Beast's Feastables because I had a couple <laughs> oh, the yeah, other day and they weren't very good. You said they were dreadful. I did say they were dreadful. Yeah, chalky and and bitter, but yeah. bitter for for milk chocolate. Bitter in a bad way. way. Yeah, I had the regular. I had the regular milk chocolate and I had the peanut butter and they weren't very good. God, just get a Cadbury's. Get a Cadbury's, but get not a, a Nestle because they're no, because the they they charge company, for water. They but, they're trying to privatize water. Yeah, yeah, but they're all the worst, but not that one specifically. Yeah, Cadbury's probably bad too. Maybe get the Mr. Beast. Get an, arti- get an artisanal. Get an artisanal chocolate. No, Mr. A Beast is, is saving chocolate. people. I think you should go with Mr. Beast. You're not saving anybody. Well, what do I'm, you ever do for capitalism? Nothing. Shut I up. Bought Feastables. Yeah, <laughs> you would. Maybe if he comes out with the fucking white, sellout. Maybe, maybe he comes with the. Maybe if he buys comes out with the white Feastables. Maybe you'll I'll change my tune. I know this technically not chocolate. I don't care. I don't care. You seem like you care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm fine. I like a white chocolate. I don't even care. It's not re- real chocolate. You know what I will say about this movie? First of all, you clearly don't care. I, I don't love care. That. that um that the end he just builds the factory. Yeah, with magic. Yeah, I mean, or is that a time lapse? I don't know. Yeah, it's time lapse. No, but see, that's the thing because because it lofty. Didn't no, because lofty's like, oh, this seems to be happening in real time. Yeah, okay. Mm. I guess so. Oh, also, Willy Wonka's magic, by the way. Yeah, he's sort of magic. Well, he's sort of magic. He makes magic stuff in the He makes magic stuff. But he it can... seems to mostly be like technological No, but he can also, but he also has a black hole in his hat. No, I mean in the next one. Oh, yeah. Like his magic is, like there's floating fizzy drink and- Yeah, you're right. You can transmit a boy in TV. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's more kind of technological, it's supposed to be at least technological yeah. than magic. But this guy's just magic. He is, yeah. Yeah. But um, I think if they do a sequel to this- I think they kind of missed a trick in him, like setting up the factory. Right, you know? and yeah, I think yeah. that could be a story in itself because now he's just got the factory and the chocolate river and the rainbow bridge and all of that. And yeah, it's all, true. Yeah. It's all there already. Mm. And I think oh, if they do a sequel to this, Wonka two, if it does well, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Still Wonkin, still Wonkin. Wonk with me, if you will. That's right. Yeah. Fire Wonk with me. <laughs> Wonk the line. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wonking tall. Sure. Yep. <laughs> These are all great. These are all very good. Got some reviews here, though. Okay, I'm ready. Stephen, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, saw Wonka, and I was surprised by how much I loved it. The cast was great. Timothy Charlemagne was actually amazing as young Wonka, and the songs were excellent with nods to the original. Am I crazy to want more? Best movie ever. You are crazy. It is great, and it's also selfish. It is very You've selfish. had enough. That's right. Wonka for this That's year. That's right. You're a glutton. Let like other... those little kids who are gluttons for chocolate. Let other people share. Oh, and they do pure imagination at the end, which I, I, do, I yeah. guess you'd have to at this point. But you got to. It was pretty good. pretty good version. I agree. I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree too. I don't even care. What happens to all these friends? They're dead. Oh, no. Even Ab Crunch? <laughs> even Ab Crunch. The, 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 the accountant. His name's Abacus Crunch. Is it? Or Ab Crunch. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Mm. Nate says, what kind of sorry excuse for a prequel is this? No ham-fisted explanation of his top hat or cane, hardly any nostalgia, baiting callbacks, and most erroneously, Ooh. absolutely no forward role. Worst movie ever. 
Does he, he not do any I kind of forward I don't remember role? him do a forward role. No. Like because he's doing a lot of running. Yeah. Surely at some point he would have done a forward role. Down we'll have to dra- rewatch Down a drain it. or whatever. Down a drain, yeah. This is from Benson Maid who says, Wonka showed a great representation of how corrupt big companies of industry can be, but I'm curious to how accurate it is to Roldale's characters. Not sure why Hugh Grant hates it. It's not a worst movie ever. Mm. I mean, he hated it because of the mocap shit. He, he had to do some do. work, sure. Yeah. Because he didn't get to do – I bet he was like – I bet he signed on expecting he could do his Cockney character that he's been doing for his last few movies. <laughs> exactly. The one, he, the one who's like, yeah. you know, the one he's been doing for the last couple of Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like, no, you have to be posh Hugh Grant. He's like, oh. And you have to dance and sing. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's right. And get on a little hang glider. Mm. Um, in terms of it being accurate to the original, well, the only real character in this from the original is the Oompa Loompas who have no personality and sure. Wonka. <laughs> yeah. And Wonka's... By the time you get to him and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, he's fucking insane. Yeah. So you you don't – I wouldn't say it's particularly accurate, but that's fine because it's – Maybe that's the evolution. Yeah. Maybe all the f- the chocolate fumes have driven him. The the, <laughs> the, the chocolate fumes, like he, his brain was not prepared for the industrialization of, of his chocolate. You know, it's no. too overwhelming. It breaks his brain. Yeah. You know? And, that's and he falls fault. in all that. And he probably – Joker style. <laughs> and it is acid. Yeah, we're still waiting. We're still waiting on that. Particular part of the origin. And that bleaches his hair. That's right. To Gene Wilder style. To Gene Wilder hair. Mm. Yeah, great. Should we move it along? Let's move it along. What are we doing? What are we reading? Yep. What are we going to read? Whoa. That's right. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Ha! Ha ha! Mason, what are you doing? It's a big week for TV. Is it? Streaming TV. Streaming a television? Tell you that much. Okay, so I, I got two recommendations. As in, I was given two recommendations for this week. Must be nice. So I checked out some TV. It was nice. Yeah, but. It was nice. Uh, and they're both Japanese TV series, which are on Netflix. It's Japanese. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. Because they did they did this thing called dubbing. Dubbing? There's some dubbing. Yeah, yeah. Like dubstep? Yeah. Yeah. It's just exactly like that. But one's, <laughs> a, one's an animated show and one's a live action show. Oh. So Blue Eye Samurai. The animated oh, that's apparently series. very good. It's very good. It's good. So I watched one episode each of these shows. Isn't that getting a second season? It is already getting a second season. So that's about a kind of an, uh, as as the name suggests, and uh, it, it's sort of set in the period where Japan cut itself off from the rest of the world. Yes. So it's it's featuring this kind of outcast samurai woman who has blue eyes. So everybody's like, mm, you're a devil, oh, real devil. Okay, all right. But she's got a quest, and she's got a she's got a fun sidekick. A fun uh, kind of uh, jovial sidekick, and, and the action's good, and a lot pretty, pretty, pretty violent. Ooh, um, and uh, a bit of fun. It's good. Okay, cool. And so I also watched a the first episode of a live action TV series called Yu Yu Hakusho, which apparently is based on an anime. So you would know all about it. You, yeah, you, I do. You've got a you've got a blank look in your eyes, like you don't know. Blank. But you're the guy who knows everything about anime. It's not blank, Mason. You just went into your mind palace. It's wistful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think about all yeah. the things I know about it. But it's the classic. It's what I think of like when I. You're think, telling. The listeners, this, the listeners, I know yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You'll, you, you can agree or disagree. I'll step you, in when if that's you Leave anything out. So I feel like if if somebody goes like cliched anime concept, it's like, well, it's a it's a teenager and he is at a school and he doesn't fit in, and then something happens, and he's a monster hunter. Yeah, so it's that show. So it's a he gets he's he's like um he's like a surly kind of kid who who. He doesn't care, but he also does the right thing and what have sure. you. And he, and he pushes a kid out of the way of a truck, and he gets killed by the truck, and then. In the afterlife, they're like, "We're going to bring you back to life as like a as a monster hunter kind of guy." And he's like, "No, thank you." Yes, but then he's like, "I guess I will." Yeah, and then he's fighting I monsters. And but that. the action's very good. If you if people might have seen a clip that's been bouncing around Twitter where he's battling like a kind of Red Hulk style monster mm. on a freeway. Yeah, and it's really because it looks like it's like that fast improvisational 
actions like like a Jackie Chan. Yeah. Except he's fighting a CGI guy. Oh, so okay. like as an as What a, would I type in to find that? Uh, you would t- I typed in type in YYH. Just YYH and then click that media tab and maybe you'll find something. That's how I, that's how I found it. Um, right. I'm doing it on YouTube. I love that. I, that. Well, that'll work too probably. Ah. But it's it's like as an it's a really interesting technical achievement because when Jackie Chan fights a guy, it's just a guy, and they're like punching their way through car doors and slamming each other in you know yeah. lockers and what have you. But at this, it's he's fighting a CGI guy, so it's like it's all the more impressive. But it's okay. really good. Also, and one last thing, reaches back. Oh my god, isn't he? Yeah. Which to what kind of town is he in this time? A small town. What do they like about it? Uh it's it's mean. Everybody's mean. Are there secrets? Some secrets, sure. So yeah. I'm just watching the CGI guy fight. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. He's fighting the red guy. He's like a um, like a Lou Ferrigno kind of. Yeah, like he's not like he's big, but he's not like crazy. Yeah, big. right, right, right. But it's got a weight to it. This thing. looks awesome. That's what I'm saying. I should watch this. Yeah, I mean, because I've already seen the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's interesting that it's got a weight to it, whereas like he's also not too big. Yeah, so it feels like he could really t- it, one could take the other. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm just watching yeah, this yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it later. Yeah, I guess. you can watch it later. Sorry. Anyway, uh, reaches back and he's punching everybody. Is and it, I, I don't again, like I've talked about how much I don't like that the rock is exclusively just a, a steamroller, but for some reason I like Alan Richardson as a steamroller. I don't so know why. I think fine. it's probably because I haven't been overexposed been to Alan Richardson. Do it a million do times. Do it a million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mentioned like I couldn't get through the first season because he doesn't shut the fuck up. He doesn't all uh, that's true. Like he's just constantly telling people about different types of plant yeah. extracts. And or let you love Burn Notice, which has the same premise. I do like Burn Notice. Yes, <laughs> Mason. Legitimately good show, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. I've, I've rewatched some of it recently, and yes, it is good. Now, what have you been watching uh, or well, reading? Well, Sam Esmail has a new film on Netflix it's called Leave the World Behind. Oh, right. Yeah, it's sure, got sure, sure. Ali, it's got Julia Roberts, it's got Ethan Hawke. Um, it's kind of like, uh, for the synopsis, if you're interested. <laughs> Bam! Got it! Mosquito, <laughs> Is that the synopsis? That's the synopsis. Bam! Bam! Uh, uh, this couple, uh, this family go to stay at an Airbnb and when they're there in the middle of the night, the owner turns up with his daughter and he's like, I'm sorry, there's been like an emergency. So we came, the, I am the owner of this Airbnb. Do you mind if we stay? And they're like, well, I don't know. Is there really an emergency or whatever? Is it really the end of the world? It sounds like happened? 10 Cloverfield Lane. It's exactly like that. And then John Goodman shows up and he puts someone in a vat of acid. Whoa. Um, and it's just, it's a bit like, uh, I don't know. 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah, it's a bit like that. I guess there's a bit of the road in it. It's like yeah. there's the suspense of, again, like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Is yeah, this, this, this going to be turning into 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. It's, um, is this going to be a, a Cloverfield movie? Yeah. Is it a stealth Cloverfield sequel? And, yeah. And uh, it's really good. I mean, it's kind of if you're looking for like definitive answers and like closure, then maybe that's not what you'll oh. find here. But I enjoyed that element of it and kind of the – and I understood it and I knew what everything meant. And all I love that. Symbology and yeah, et cetera. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I think it's well worth a look. Um, Sam Esmail also – Worked on Mr. Robot, and you can oh, see yeah, that right. kind of in here, like the paranoia and what is real and all of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. really like startling imagery and and that going on. James, here. I love startling imagery. Um, also, if I'm prepared for it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if it startles me, I don't care. No, you I don't, don't want that. I don't want that at all. Also, yeah. uh, Bill Burr interviewed Adam Driver <laughs> this week on his podcast. Bill Burr did. Yeah, and it's just. It's fun. I like oh, was it. that the? Was he talking about the forced dyads and all the? Is that no? The they didn't get into any of that. Okay, what is that? Adam Driver did talk this. We've got a. Oh, he's releasing about Ferrari later. soon. Yeah, is he's that why Ferrari, he's, so. he's on And the... I think they're friends from like a while back. Oh. And he was. It's um. They're just they're a good pair because Adam Driver and they talk about in this. He's not really like a modern Hollywood guy. Mm, sure. Like he's more. And again, they talk about this like a because he was like he's a he's a veteran. So he's mm. more kind of like yeah. 
like uh, um, I'm trying to think of a, an actor from like this. You know, a veteran of the bloody Star Wars. Well, a lot of guy, a lot of actors like real life from like the, you know who were in the 50s, 60s, 70s. They fought in wars. That's true. And then they became movie stars. Mm. And Adam Driver has that kind of. It's a different era, obviously, but it has that kind of real person vibe sure, about right. him. He did something before he was. He famous. did something before he was famous. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm, sure. And he's just. I like him. And look, unless he gets cancelled for something, in which case I never did. Never liked him. But I just think he's a really like compelling person, yeah. and he's very low key, and he clearly cares about the craft, and he also helps veterans through like drama and theater and all. Oh of that. yeah, that's right. Um, also, there's that weird interview the other day where the actors like. Do you think uh, where who's not the actor where the interviewer was like, do you think your career would be different if you were like more handsome? Oh, and yeah. he's like, I, I look how I look. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. I don't know yeah. how. And I know I've, there was conversations in the past and I've talked about this where like, is this guy good looking? He is. I don't he know is, what yeah. I was thinking. Well, I think it's girls because when he first shows up in girls, he's a real creep with oh, a real yeah. creep's haircut. Yeah, And right. I'm like, what's this? Mm. But uh, he's incredible. Mm. Uh, un- unless he does something bad, in which case he We is. never liked him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are the things I've been doing. That's terrific. And Wonka. Anything else? Uh, well, there's, in addition to Actors on Actors Variety have released their Directors on Directors. I haven't watched any oh, yeah. of them yet, but I'm excited to watch. There's Greta Gerwig, it's Greta Gerwig and James Cameron. Yes. And James Cameron is live streaming from his submarine or something. I don't know. Oh, so how's that dynamic? <laughs> They're not in the same room. I so, don't know yet. I yeah, don't know. I, I didn't know that. I don't okay. know. I haven't listened to that one yet. So, mm. yeah. I watched the Downey Jr. Ruffalo one. Oh, yeah. What would you think of that? That was okay. I, yeah. I thought it was a bit... Um, I think there's a difference, but I think I, mean, I think you ne- I think they knew each other too well. Too well. I think it would have been better if you when they pair like oh, that's interesting. People who aren't. I kind of prefer people who have had a lot of history together. Okay, because I think I kind I kind of feel like some of those they're a bit. If it's two people who don't know each other very well, it's just like oh my god, I loved you in this thing, and I sure, loved I you in that, this yeah. thing, and there is a lot of that in yeah in the ones where they do know each other. But I think there's also it's sort it's sort of Bit of banter, mate. There's a bit of banter, you mate. know? Bit of banter, mate. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's not bad by any stretch. Like, mm. Don't get me wrong. It was also yeah. actually, it was interesting to hear about like Robert Downey Jr., where he is at this point, because he was kind of like an indie guy. You yeah. know, he won an Oscar. He ended up in TV and then he ended up in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then coming back from that biggest movie star in the world. And then what do you do next? Yeah. And first he does like Dr. Doolittle, which uh-huh. is terrible. And then he's doing like Oppenheimer and whatever. Yeah, right. I think that's really interesting where mm. he's, he's still and, pushing And Robert himself. Downey Jr.'s big old cars or whatever. Exactly. You know? Come and look at this big old car. <laughs> what do you think? Don't touch it. I could <laughs> replace it. And you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Mm. Uh, anything else? That's like, everything, I think. Next segment. Mm, yes, next, next segment. Nah. It's time for it. What's the volume set to? We don't know. You said three quarters of the way up. No, but then I think it's maybe more. No, you made Here this mistake go. last it's time week. Here we go. letters. Classic one with the letters. Okay. Where's it at? This is about nine tenths. Eight tenths? Four fifths. <laughs> Those fractures are the same, basically. Yeah, that's right. Use I'll say anything. I'll say anything. Um, you got any letters? I do, but if you want to reach the show, you can hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter. That's right. Or Weekly Planet Pod at gmail.com. I've got one here ready to go if you want, Mason. Please, please it's do. It's from Phenomenon. I love that. It says hashtag Weekly Planet Pod and it says thoughts. And this is via Screen Crush. Adam Driver says Kylo Ren's arc was originally planned to be totally different. So mm. I think Daisy really also talked about this this week with her character, but basically the idea of Kylo Ren initially. Was that? And we're he, talking prior to the release of The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, even then, I think it was still going to be the through line until Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. Was that he was the opposite of Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Where he was conflicted and like 
And then he becomes the most evil man in the galaxy. Luke Ground Shuffler. <laughs> yes! That's good. Put that on a T-shirt. You should have said Crawler, but Shuffler's way funnier. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shuffle it in the dirt. Puke Ground Shuffler. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. I think. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and they just kept changing it. And then, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Where would you want it to have gone? I, I think there, there is something to be said for him coming back around to Ben Solo, but it right. didn't feel earned. Also, he didn't say anything yeah. as Ben Solo. I really. always What I wanted for Rise of Skywalker was him and Ray to be like – to abandon the whole thing and just yep. be like, well, maybe we'll take over the galaxy, or like, yeah. not, or just like, be in a position where we have all this power, and yeah. uh, maybe one of it, maybe like Kylo Ren is like, you know, and they're they're together and they have that connection, so they feel like they should be doing something together, and then maybe Kylo Ren's like, we should take over the empire yeah. and she's like, well, no, but then, then there's a, let's like, live in a weird stone. Yeah. Temple. So there'd be like an internal conflict, but they both feel like they need to be together. Yep. So there needs to be some sort of consensus and there's the, the tension is there. And then it goes. Yeah, exactly. It's never resolved. Oh my God. Just, they did episode seven and then went, I don't know. Yeah. They probably figured it out. Yeah. Cause that's what I feel. That's where I feel like the last Jedi was going, but yeah, you know, well, they all felt like they were going somewhere, didn't they? They all <laughs> felt like they were going somewhere. No, the last one never felt no, like it was going didn't. anywhere. That was, yeah. I still maintain that, like, if that last one had have sticked the landing, it would have been a ve- very different opinion on these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know a lot of people, if we're talking this to death, but, like, who don't like <laughs> The Last Jedi, yes. but still are like, well, at least it had a point or yeah. it tried to make a point and did mm. something. Yeah. Whereas that last one was just like, Oh, the Emperor's back. Yeah, it was overcorrecting to try and make everyone happy. Oh, Han Solo's a ghost. It's such a fascinating piece of Luke media. Luke caught the lightsaber, he threw up, and now he caught it. He loves lightsabers exactly. now. Like it tried to, it's, it's fascinating that they spent hundreds of millions of dollars in an attempt to placate everyone, and everyone hated it. I think <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Like, just such a fascinating case on, and I don't know if there's any behind this, like if there's any like real behind the scenes. No. Info or like, but I would love it if in you it's know just rushed. As yeah, well. in decades to come, like the the you know like the history of the MCU book that came out recently, just a bunch of interviews with people going, it was going to be this, and then this yeah. happened, and then we had this meeting, and everybody was panicking, and I would love, I would just love to hear about that. Every ship's a Death Star. Yeah. Everyone can destroy a planet. The Emperor <laughs> shoots lightning, and he goes, "This is my, this is my place." Mm. But then Lando shows up and he's with everybody in the galaxy. He brings them all. Because because he can do that. Because last time they wanted everybody in the galaxy, they nobody come. showed. They didn't come. They didn't want to come. But they were busy. But they didn't see Lando. They it's slept cool. in. Yeah, and now right. he's here and he's like, wahoo. I guess Wedge is there. And Wedge is from original Star Wars. Is he in the next wing? No. But he's there. <laughs> A girl kisses another girl. You cut it out. We can the, cut it. We can cut that. Cut Don't worry the, about it. Yeah. The Chinese market. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Chewbacca gets a medal. Remember, people say that he didn't get a medal. But I mean, I said I said we killed him earlier in the movie, but I wanted to. I, I forgot to say we only killed him for like forty-five seconds, and then yeah. we brought him back. Yeah, Knights of Ren, they're there. Remember, remember them? He killed Ben Solo. He kills them all. <laughs> he had a lightsaber. He got and it's Luke's. He had it behind his back, I guess. I don't know. He, they used the Force. <laughs> <laughs> this is two guys, and they're pitching it, <laughs> and they're panicking. They, they. <laughs> They went out drinking the previous night and they <laughs> they swore they were going to write the pitch when they got home, but they forgot. Zori Bliss. Is that anything? New character. The little, there's a little guy. Oh, yeah. Littler than you've ever seen. He goes, wah! <laughs> He's so little. 
<laughs> BB-8 has an even littler friend. You know, he's little. People like that. We're going even Lim littler. <laughs> littler. He's a triangle on a wheel. <laughs> we'll sell a billion toys. Uh, anyway. They had fun. It seems like they had fun on the shoot, you know? <laughs> they seem to. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. It is fun because, like, watching the behinds and scenes of that, because mm. it, it looks good. Yeah. And it's just people just like just pouring themselves into this thing that's yeah. just just nothing. Just giving them nothing back. <laughs> yeah. And that's beautiful. I think. Anyway, you got a letter? Yeah, here's one from JT Cunningham. Hello. He says, thanks, boys. Oh, you're welcome. Hi, James and Mace. I've been listening to the pod for a full year and just wanted to say I love what you guys do. Makes life a little easier to get through and it's the best part of my Monday. Whoa. Thanks, boys. Thank you. He reiterates thanks, boys, there. Double thanks. Double thanks. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you so much. And thank you for spending your Monday with us. That's right. From William, who says, Hi, James and Meso. Hi. Hope you are well. James also says hi. Yeah. We are well. Oh, ah, yeah. James is also well. I'm I think. well. I'm all right. Yeah. What your current. Uh, He's not 100%. Obviously. No, no, I'm not. What, what are your current excitement levels for Rocksteady's uh, Suicide Squad? I've been listening to your pod from the start, and the first episode discussed what Rocksteady might do next. Oh. Puts into context how long it's been. Thanks. That's true. It's been a long time. I really like the look of it. I like the traversal. Yep. I like the storyline. I like the look of all the characters. But as I understand it, it's a live service game and I'm not interested in that Or they're at all. gutting that stuff out of it. Oh, they are. Maybe they Maybe, are. Maybe. I don't know. And it's okay. also, they're like, don't worry. It's not going to be online. You don't have to be online to play it. But it will be initially. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll fix that. Yeah, sure, And, sure, like, sure. it doesn't really matter at this point for me because, you know, we all have internet yeah. presumably. Mm. But it's still like... You know when you open a game and it's like, do you want to sign up for EA's special thing? And then yep. you, do you want to do this? Well, you need to be a member of whatever. Oh, I had all that. Like, yep. oh, I just fucking, God, can I just <laughs> blow on a cartridge and like just jam it into a fucking console? Mm. I, every time I turn on my PlayStation, it tells me that there's a firmware update. and it, mm. But it all looks the same anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's just the updates in a way that I don't. Just do it in the background. Yeah. Come on, man. Mm. Just anyway, a, cautiously optimistic is what I'm saying. I won't get it. I think if it comes out that it's exceptional, I'll yeah, wait right. till it's I still haven't finished Spider-Man and uh, I want to play RoboCop. Right, and then uh -huh. I'll get to it get if to it's that. exceptional. Ex if it's exceptional. Yeah. And they're not like the live service elements are dragging it down and they will not take them out. Yep. I'm just not interested. Here's an email from Labatman. Hello. A very Merry Christmas and a two-part question. Oh. Dear James and Mace, I want to say thanks. I've never had so much fun listening or watching something for so long as I have you two. Patreon was a no-brainer for me. Oh. I've even converted my wife to your madness. A two-part question, is there a movie that each of you hate that everyone else loves? Is there also a movie you love that everyone hates? He said, for me, I love Guy Ritchie's Excalibur. Don't have any idea oh, yeah. why, but I do. And he says, I really hated Return of the Jedi. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Guy Ritchie's Excalibur. Was that the, what that movie? I thought that movie was called King Arthur. Well, now it's Guy Ritchie's Excalibur. Let me check that. Guy Ritchie's Extreme Excalibur. <laughs> It's called King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Oh. Depending, I mean, maybe in a different title, like elsewhere. Yeah, for That's sure. That's like Cockney mates King Arthur. Have you seen it? All these mates are like, it's like Guy Ritchie dialogue. Oh, right. Like, no, oh, I yeah, it. But they're all just. How have you seen it? I've seen it. Why, though? Why, why? Do you have to? No. I think oh, I just saw it. You cannot have seen it at the cinemas. There's no, I no didn't. way. I like, uh, speaking of these kind of movies, I like that stupid fucking Robin Hood prequel with Taron Egerton. Oh, yes, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. That was not well received, if, if I recall. Yeah, no, because it was just Batman Begins. They even did Two Face at the end. That's right. Um, God, mm. but what's a movie that I love that everyone hates, uh, or vice versa? Yeah, right. I hate that everyone loves. Oh, we often talk about Heat. How we didn't love the movie. Heat. Oh yeah, that's but right. But I want to rewatch Heat because I we think should, that's yeah. wrong. I, I think don't I'm know. wrong. I'm not sure. Well, exactly. I think I think a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah, like we probably – when that came out, it would have been like 15 or something. Yeah. So it's no surprise that I didn't – probably didn't enjoy it. Because mm. the, also the action in that is like fairly – it's few – the action sequences are fairly few and far between, yeah. I think. I think I was probably expecting nonstop action, but instead it was like a grown-up. A grown-up grown movie. movie for grown-ups. Ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did have one and now it's gone it in hate. my head. It was, it was a movie hate. hate. That's great. Fuck, what was it? <laughs> James, we have unlimited time. Don't even do. worry about it. What if you Go just Googled on. great movies and then we'll, then we'll go yes and we'll or we'll go no. through all the great movies. Yeah, great movies. I'm getting further away from it. I can feel my brain no. moving away from it. It's fucking gone. Movies that are great. It was, was it a movie that everybody says is great but you think is bad? I think it was, was the, the other, other way, way around. around. Yeah, so everybody thinks it's bad but you think it's good. Yeah. I quite like Black Adam. I've said that before. I, was, I, I stand by it. just came back. I know. Then you said Black Adam. Okay. <laughs> movies, that are, movies that are bad, everyone says is bad but you think are great. It's God again. I don't know. I know. God, that's going to bother me for the rest mm. of my life. People should email in though. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's a fine topic. Yeah, and my brain keeps saying Highlander two, but I'm like, I haven't even seen Highlander two. <laughs> I like Highlander four. I know you do. I don't know if that's is that the quickening or is that a different. No, that's one? that's Highlander two. Oh yeah. Then it's Highlander three, the Sorcerer. Yeah. Then it's Highlander four, End Game. What? Yeah, that's right. But they should have called it Continue Game because. And then it's going. Highlander five, the Source, and that one's really bad. The atrocious. Source. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because oh. nobody's got the source. That's they the don't thing. have it. The juice. The they don't have the source or the juice. Cool. Yeah. This is from Deej, who says, I hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I keep seeing the debate of who will win in a fight. Superman, Omni-Man, Homelander. Personally, I think Homelander is out first, then Omni-Man, Omni-Man, Omni-Man would have a great fight, but I'm taking Superman all day. Thoughts? Yeah, Homelander's like a coward as well. Yeah. And he can't actually fight. He's and just he's the strongest. Like, he's only strong in comparison to the rest of the, the soups and the boys. He's, yeah. He's, there, is, there is no comparison between him and Superman. No. I mean, he, if, it's a, if it's a fight to the death, it's... Homeland is dead immediately. Yeah. And then it's Superman and Omni-Man. And I think the thing about the characters in Invincible, even the really strong ones, they can all be impaled. They're, they're strong, but they're not – they seem to be – they're not as durable as they are strong. Yeah. Like if you threw Superman onto like like an exposed sharp pipe or something, yeah. the pipe would break. Yeah. He wouldn't break. But Omni-Man probably – It'd would go just, through, and him, they right? still keep fighting yeah. for a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it is Superman, and Superman him. also. Like, I don't, you know, it, again, it's. I suppose it depends who's writing. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, we're writing this. We one. are writing this, so it's Superman. Yeah. But uh, you know, Omni Man would like they'd probably if 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 the if this was being written into an official crossover, Omni Man would maybe get in with a few. You know, it would be a good fight. I'm sure. Yeah. But I think ultimately Superman wins because he is the, the guardian of all that's good. And he also has more powers. He also has heat vision and yeah. Omni-Man does not have that. No, so. he doesn't have all that stuff, mm. yeah. all that extra guff. That's right. Got another letter, Mason? I'll find another letter. Well, I Don't think even... of that another thing. I'll just go into my mind palace. Go into your mind palace. It was something to do with heat. It was like a heat-ish movie. Oh. Crime? Guy Ritchie. What have been? Robert De Niro? Val no. Kilmer? No. Maybe it was the movie Tombstone. I love that movie, and no one mm, loves that movie. Maybe no, that's they apparently Kurt movie. Russell mostly directed, directed that. the movie. Did yeah. you? Did have we talked about that? I don't before? think we've talked about it, but yeah, and he's only. I think he only acknowledged it after the director died. Yeah, he. I read an interview recently where he's like, mm. yeah, he's, he's the exact it's weird that he hasn't really directed much. Though, yeah, because that's an incredible. So the movie. exact. I think the words he used were something along the lines of, "If I wasn't part of this movie, it wouldn't have gotten made." Basically, because yeah, he's sure. like, well, yeah. This wasn't it, but there was a there's a movie I, I love called The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. It's got Gene Hackman. Is that a sports movie? Sports movie, yeah. It's okay. about uh, the American football players. Some team go on strikes. So they okay. bring in replacement players, right. scabs, and one of them's like Keanu Reeves. And there's like a Reese Ethan's is one of them. Oh yeah, it's like a series of like weirdos. John Favreau is one of them. Oh, um, and it's just like a 
weird sports comedy that I just always really, really liked and nobody – I mean, it's not not liked, but it's not like – it's not talked about, mm-hmm. even though it's exceptional. It's very funny from memory or very it good. isn't. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Here's an email from Scott. Scott. It's our last email. Hi, James and Meso. Uh, I've been a fan of the Mr. Sunday Movies channel since I was 11. Whoa, that's I became a Weekly true. Planet listener in 2020 and now I'm 18 – uh, oh listen God. to the podcast every week. My question for you guys is, since you guys dropped your Godzilla vs. Kong caravan of garbage and there's a part about podcasts, what is the weekly planet in the MonsterVerse like? <laughs> Do we even discuss it? I don't know because we, we don't exclusively, but a lot of like world topics we don't talk about. Yeah, because it's current events, right? Yeah. Um, but, but it, it's also monsters. It, and it comes in and like it'll sneak in, you know, every now and then we'll have yeah. to talk about a real world thing or I'll just go on a tangent because I'm a lunatic. Yeah, right. About uh-huh. a real world thing. Mm. But I think it would come up. But also, so, you know. It's basically like a disaster, like a like an earthquake every yeah. few weeks. Because you know how in Watchmen, yeah. because superheroes already exist, there aren't superhero comic books because nobody's interested in that stuff, so it's pirate comic books. Yes. Now, I'm not sure if that would be true. I would imagine if there were real superheroes in the real world, we'd still make superhero comics because it's in- inherently quite interesting. Because yeah. um, we've got real-world comics about boring things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 I reckon we'd be, we'd be more documentary-featured because oh, there'd be a okay. lot of giant monster documentaries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's true. I think we'd also we'd be more conspiracy-based. Yeah. I kind of like – I know we made fun of that guy who has his podcast in Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, right? I thought you meant podcast from the Ghostbusters movie, that character oh, named Podcast. That's <laughs> – Exactly right. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I think we would probably, like, we would probably do, I reckon we might do, like, video analysis of, like, monster attacks. Oh, okay, It wouldn't yeah, shock yeah. me if we did that. You know, things you missed about that latest no, monster see, I attack. I feel like I wouldn't bother because there's people who would be way better than it. Right, Because okay. there's, like, a technical level to that and a knowledge of, like, infrastructure and buildings and creatures that but I would we would summarize. We would, we would watch oh, okay. other people's videos and we would, would summarize. Oh, yeah, in an amusing an way, way, I think, yeah. yeah. But also, like... That would be like now if there was an airplane crash or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is how it happened, I think. Like I don't <laughs> feel true, like yeah. I would be comfortable yeah, with being right. like, okay. so this is how 9-11 really happened, you right, know? Yeah. I, I don't think yeah, I would be doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. we don't talk about like animal attacks. No. But just because these things are way bigger, yeah. would we talk about them? It depends if it was new. Like if it just yeah. started happening, I think we'd be like, damn. But if, like, we grew up with it, you'd be like, this again. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's annoying we can't podcast because a monster, because a giant crab stepped on the little studio that we have. that's true, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be an episode. (laughs) We'd have to use the backup recording because I keep it in my car most of the time. So As long as a big crab doesn't step on it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. That's good. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm. Would there even be superhero movies in a world with giant monsters? I think so. Yeah. Also, if you look at like, watch the like Shazam. There's mm. a bunch of like Batman merch and comics. That's and true. Shit, yeah, like in that mm. universe. So yeah, I think there would be in the real world. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that's fun. That is fun. I love having mm. fun. Anything else? No, that's the whole show. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Meow. What are we like? Mid December. Oh, what are we yeah. like? What are, are we like, bloody bit like? Of a, bit of a mid December. Yeah. Mm. Cool, man. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We bloody, bloody, we bloody love it. A couple more weeks left in the year. We're going to do some big time pods, so don't miss out on those. Mason, what we could do yes. for next week because it's Aquaman. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, cutting into this. It's, we actually can see it on Christmas Day here. Oh. So what we could do is, depending on what Collins's availability or I can edit it, okay. is where we see it later. Okay. And then we re- we 
we released this like Boxing Day, which would be on the Tuesday as opposed to the Monday. Because well, Monday is Christmas Day. I am working Christmas Day. You fuck. Who's making you do that? Your uncle Scrooge. Yeah, my uncle Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. So we'll uh, we'll figure we'll figure. Well, we could even do it. We could record a Boxing Day even and release it. Then, That's true. And I could edit it. That's true. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, something to think about. That is very. Oh, we won't. Oh, believe it for the next week. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Who knows? Because there's also Rebel Moon, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Days um, are imaginary, aren't they? Maybe we just won't re- review Aquaman too, because who cares? Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Anyway, it's not even playing at my local cinema, James. Oh just, my! They God. just couldn't be bothered. No, they're too art housey. All yeah, mates over yeah, there. Yeah, my mates. Everyone's wearing a top hat and tails. That's right. Yeah, they're always ushering me out onto the street. You, mo- you, do, you did a broom emotion then. Yeah, with a broom. With a broom. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for telling your friends about the podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. You know it. If you do that, James might read out your review. Right? Just like gonna this right one now. from Average Jonas who says, pick this one, James. Five stars, by the way. Wow, what a podcast. By far the easiest wow. and funniest way to keep up to date on movies and TV show news. I haven't had to read an article since 2014 thanks to these delightful boys. You should, though, because we're missing them. We're missing a lot of stuff. Mason nearly dropped his phone again. But then I caught so, it again. No, he didn't. He, did. he just kind of slapped it onto the table. <laughs> um, and this one's from Johnny Stitches who says, Great show, and this one too. These Thanks, are my Johnny two, Stitches. two favourite Australians. They have a lot of hot scoops with little shots of poops, especially when they're shooting up the defenders of the butthole. Uh, my favourite thing about them is the fact they love sirenized, a series, a serialised podcast, uh, drama podcast that, that they have made the official horror, horror drama, drama podcast of the show. Wink, wink, nudge, oh, nudge. This is a little plug. This is a secret little yeah. plug from this guy. Keep making big sandwiches, Johnny Stitches from Mortson, Texas. So that's that podcast is called Siren Aside. It is. That must be official. Unless it's bad and rude, in which case we We never liked it. We never liked it. We never liked it. But that's basically our seal of approval. So we liked something unless it got cancelled, then we never liked it. Uh, Folks, uh, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can also go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group, go to the Weekly Planet Podcast subreddit and Discord to have fun, civil chats about podcasts and pop culture. Thank you to Fidel and Maisie and Surabi for moderating over there and doing the TikToks. There's a TikTok. I wish we knew how they did it. I don't know. There's a Weekly Planet Clips channel. How do they do it? I don't know. We don't know. If you want to follow some people on the socials, first follow our friend Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. He'll keep you up to date on all things The Weekly Planet. I don't know. I don't know either, man. <laughs> but even so, you can follow me on Wikipedia, on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown and on Instagram, Nick Meso. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. everywhere. Uh, if you want to support the show, you go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Chuck and a buck on a man you would not miss. Mm-mm. That's the key. That That's is right. the key. That is the key. Or if you've got big, big, big time money, you can go to bigsandwich.co for nine US dollars per month bonus podcast movie commentaries early videos video game let's plays all sorts of stuff you wouldn't believe it you couldn't you wouldn't bloody believe it it's so long we've been doing it for like three years now there's so much stuff man there's so much stuff there yeah thank you to Bruton and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes buy t-shirt tea public why don't you is it too late for Christmas shipping probably yeah probably not too late for next Christmas shipping not too late that's true Order extra slow shipping. It costs more, but it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely, because you will get it Christmas. No, probably Boxing Day next year. Boxing Day next year. Yeah. Or you could, you know, people love New Year's Day presents. Oh yeah, probably not too late for that. You know, yeah, 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 Happy New true. Year's Day. You say to them, and you give them a T-shirt. Now, what did you get me for Chris for New Year's Day? Present? Watch them panic. Watch them panic. Yeah. And they get mad at them. That's right. Uh, and uh, that's the whole show. Next week, whatever the thing we said was. Yeah. Rebel Moon. At least Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Rebel, we don't have Rebel to leave Moon. our houses to watch it. Rebel Moon. That's right. Maybe we'll just skip Aquaman. Oh, no, I want to watch Aquaman. I mean, we could, I mean, in terms of like reviewing it on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know? Yeah. I will see it. 
Okay, great. That's on board. Yeah. All right, thanks, everyone. Uh, grab that, Jimmy, guys. We'll see you real soon. Maybe it's amazing. I mean. Maybe. Maybe. Goodbye. <laughs>